welcome to episode 16 of Behind the Bites. I'm Bavisha. Hi, Bavisha. I'm Mike. Hi, Mike. I'm Abbas. We're coming back after a long time, episode 16. Absolutely. We yeah. haven't done this in, in office, in person together yeah. for a while. 15 now. was on Skype. Yep. Yeah. And I think 14, someone was MIA. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, it's know. good to be back. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. It's been a while since all of us have been Fair. together. At the same place at the same time. Absolutely. I think so. people were starting to believe that we were all the same person. <laughs> Let's the same it, artificial <laughs> intelligence that can broadcast Shh, Mike, don't give our secret away, no, please. <laughs> we're replacing ourselves is, by bots. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the good news is that it's been a busy two weeks. It yeah. has been fairly busy, hasn't it? Yeah, lots and lots, lots of, of uh, phone launches. launches. Uh, so last week was bizarre. Five phone launches in like three days. Yeah, I don't think it's ever been like that before. I mean, we get them sometimes in... Clusters, yeah, right, yeah, exactly, like but not in like three days. No, it was like no, literally was doing nice. a CES or an MWC, like <laughs> yeah. one after the other. Yeah. You know? I, I was exhausted three. after it. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about it. Tell me yeah. about so it. So, there's a Samsung S8, which that's right, everyone absolutely. Knows. I think Samsung was the highlight, which was also the last event of that week, mm. which was Tuesday night. Yeah. Uh, Tuesday afternoon, we had Huawei, and Tuesday morning, we had Lenovo. Yes. Uh, Huawei launched the P10 and the P10 Plus, and uh, Motorola did the G5. Yeah, uh, LG. LG was on Sunday, Sunday, which was the G6 launch. And then what did we have in the middle? Sony. Uh, Sony. Sony. Yes, yeah. The 960 FPS. 960 uh, FPS, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, that's an interesting phone, the uh, XZ Premium, mm. but it's not going to be out for a while. It's going to well, be no, another month or so, right? It's funny. We actually posted the, well, I mean, they were saying that potentially the end of next month. End of next month as an end yes. of May. Yes, end of May. Right. Yeah. That's was, a while away. It is a while away, exactly. That is a while away. But I think to be to some extent it might even be sooner than we expected because I think at MWC so they really were like, nah, this is just coming out at some point later. Yeah, exactly. You know? At least they but, have something. But um, yeah, so I mean, I was surprised. I thought it would be June, July, something like that to be right. honest. We'll see when we get Absolutely. It. But my favorite announcements from that day was the Xperia Touch. The projector is yes. coming to the Middle East. That's going to be awesome. I mean, that was a fantastic piece of and tech. expensive. <laughs> it will be expensive. It was, like, what, $1,500 yeah, when it was announced euros? at MWC? No, 1,500 euros, maybe? maybe? Like 1,300 euros, yeah. something like that. Which so, is, I mean, it's going to be cheap. But that's, yeah. that's such an amazing brand. piece yeah. of technology. I mean, once yeah. you actually play with it, it works. I mean, that's the thing. You have a projection of Android in front of you on any surface. And it works. Like the touch system oh, yeah, I think is I saw very, this at very CES, good. if I'm not mistaken. They must have yeah. demoed yeah. it at CES. So they, so they started demoing it last year okay. uh, at MWC oh, or yeah, one you're of those. Right. It was, it was, uh, it was one of those two events. Yeah. But then, I mean, when uh, this time around, when you look at it, the product was almost finished and it felt great. I oh, mean, the touch latencies, all of that issues that they yeah. had in the last year. Yeah. I mean, if you worked it out. Well, exactly. Yeah. If, I think if Sony could start licensing that tech out to other people, like, the possibilities are technically endless with it, I think. No, absolutely. Any it surface can become your Android. Android on any surface you exactly. want, which is pretty, it's pretty nuts. No. And fluid. I mean, we played Fruit Ninja yes. on it, and that worked. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's the way to test yeah. That's the benchmark. Right? Fruit Ninja. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. scientific. <laughs> it works. Slashing those lemons and melons and whatever else in the middle. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it works. <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like a rap song, a dirty <laughs> rap song. <laughs> All right, I'll stop Slashing before we... Slashing those lemons and melons. Uh, no, no, no. no. If, if you're reconsidering going to rap music, we should Yeah, I know. Right I gave that dream yeah. up a long yeah. time ago. <laughs> we, can, we can start the world's worst rap duo. I'll, I'll badly beatbox and you can just spit some maybe you can make a rap lines. song out of our bite segment today. we actually have yeah. a bite segment we're going to get to later yes but uh, 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 later 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 Sh yeah, shake later. the pack and maybe they can guess what it is <laughs> just some ASMR <laughs> <laughs> alright so sorry I thought that was my cue to rip uh, it up no let's wait for our main topic and right. then we'll get into 
what might kill Mike today. Yeah, so Mike, you, this might be the last episode Mike, Mike will yeah. be present on the show. But uh, so let's get started with the LG because that was the first event, the G6. Um, mm-hmm. Interesting to hear, like, what do you guys think about it? You know? Yeah, I mean, look, it was a good start to the week. I mean, we'd seen it at MWC and I was impressed at the show. Um, there, I mean, the, the big thing about this phone is that it's got uh, uh, elongated screen. Resistance. 18 by 9 aspect ratio. Yeah, exactly. 2 to 1 ratio. 2 by 1, um, yeah. And with, with very thin bezels. Yeah. Um, which from them and Samsung, it looks like the way these phones are going to be going, at least for this year. We'll see whether it works with sticks. Um, we actually, after the event, got the phone to hang on to. Correct. Um, so we've, I've been playing around with it. I don't know you have as well. I last for the yeah. week. Um, and I've, I've walked away suitably impressed. Yeah. I think that LG have stumbled in the last couple of years making smartphones, not necessarily putting out bad, bad phones overall, but I think comparatively to the competition, they've struggled. Um, particularly last year with the G5 where they tried this whole modular thing. And look, I mean, it was a nice idea, but fundamentally if you're having to turn off a phone in order to hot swap the modules, (laughs) yeah, you you lose straight out of the gate, no matter how fast it boots up. And it wasn't that fast. Um, But so what's been nice about the G6 is it's like LG have actually just made a smartphone. Um, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's a very low bar to set. No, I mean, but it is. But they made a, a smartphone that is that is nice. It looks good. It, I mean, it's a little bit chunky, as yeah, we discussed. It is chunky, for but sure. I think it feels really nice in the hand, which is what I've what I've learned from it. I mean, I'm coming from the Mate Nine, which is we all know is my daily driver. That's a massive phone. It's not really comfortable to carry around. This thing sits nicely in your hand, um, and the screen is lovely. I mean, it's HDR ready as well. Um, it has a little bit of letterboxing, letterboxing on, on some apps. Yeah, on, on some, some apps. apps or when you're watching video. Yes, or, yes. But I mean, that's not too much of an issue. All right. Aside from that, I think it's fast, and um, you know, I'm I'm not unimpressed by it. I think it's it's good. Okay. And I know you had a bit of a look at it. Yeah. Briefly, but I mean, it's it's like LG's gone back to the basics, right? They've made a good smartphone with what would have been a big step up in the screen, but sort of Samsung has come and stole a bit of its thunder. We talked about timing earlier. Um, In terms of looks purely, I found the phone to be a little plain and maybe that's intentional, but it's not something I, the design is not something I'm excited by. I haven't had a chance to play with the phone at length just about yet. Sure, fair enough. Um, Especially since we've seen the leaks of the Samsung, right? Now this is, I wouldn't say LG's fault, but it's LG's misfortune that they were at least over here, release or announced a week before the Samsung S8 is coming out. And you have the Samsung S8 and absolutely have a lot to say about that. So, I mean, look, I mean, as far as the LG G6 is concerned, uh, again, the question I have is why did they wait so long to release it? Except for the screen, there's nothing new on this phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had the dual camera set up with the wide angle lens on the second one in last year. And so that was all done. it's pretty much the same. It's Snapdragon 821, yeah. so it's not running the latest SoC either. Yep. So, you know, the other than the screen, other than that tall aspect ratio of the screen, which... I don't think is going to be too difficult to make, uh, you know, if you already have everything else in place. Why did LG wait so long? I mean, had this phone been released two or three months earlier, it would have stood a much better chance in the market. Uh, but I think, as you guys have correctly mentioned, with the S8 just around the corner, in fact, pre-orders have already shipped. Mm. Who's going to buy this phone? Who's really going to buy this phone? I mean, during my testing, the couple of things that I didn't like in particular were the UI. I, I think it's mm. terrible. LG really needs to just give up on this UI. <laughs> you know, just either go stock Android or just make something nice. I mean, and, and it would be better if they just did go stock Android. Yeah, exactly. Which, phone. Which would sell more, I, I, I assume that they sell more. We've discussed that. We've, 
we've said that about Samsung in the past as well, right? Samsung's like really stepped up their game as far as the since UI the is S6. concerned. Yeah, yeah, I think since, since the S6, S6 they have. Absolutely. They've really stepped it up and LG unfortunately hasn't. Um, the second issue I had with the phone was I found the camera to be painstakingly slow. At times it would take three to five seconds just to launch the yeah. camera app. That's, that's which would non yeah. it, Exactly. It would miss the moment of, uh, you yeah. know, taking a photo as I, good as the I photo was, can I didn't be. struggle that hard with it, but I did find when the HDR mode was on, it was definitely missing a lot of the stuff that I was trying to photograph. So I generally use the volume down button, the double tap okay. the volume button to sort to of just launch. get into the camera from the lock screen. Okay. And literally one time I counted five seconds before the yeah, app okay, fired up. Pretty... So that's just too long. You know, it's, it's you know, Snapdragon 821, it's a fast processor. Mm. Everything else built around it launches a camera fairly yeah. fast. Especially because um, they are touting the camera as this sort of, I mean, they've got all these apps built into the phone yeah, for helping with social media. Exactly, that square aspect yeah. ratio and stuff like that, the 4x4. Four four. Yeah. I think good some of that ideas. Stuff is, some of that stuff is cool. Agreed, oh, agreed. Whether it's something that you use every day, yeah. it remains to be seen, right? But, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, not a bad phone, terrible timing. Just yeah. terrible <laughs> timing, unfortunately. Yeah. So that's the LG G6. Uh, which one's the next one that we want to move on to? The P10 Plus. Yeah, I th but, yeah okay. Right. Uh, I unfortunately haven't had a chance. Okay, so Babisha has been playing around with it for a couple of weeks Over now. Over two weeks now. Excellent. Yeah. So give us your thoughts so on that. So right when we were talking about the camera, right, I picked up my P10 Plus and I, I double-tapped the volume low button, which launches the camera from standby mode and mm -hmm. takes a picture, and it was 0.8 seconds. Nice. Yes. And that's one of the things I love about yeah. the... And it tells you as well. Which yeah, is it like tells it you the timing as well. <laughs> uh, which is how so I'm going from the Mate 9, which was a 1920 by 1080 screen phone, 5.9 inches, screen, right? full HD, mm -hmm. and the Kirin 960 processor, mm -hmm. octa-core, with 4 gigs of RAM. Right. Uh, the new P10 Plus is a 5.5 inch screen phone. It's got a 1440 by 2560 resolution, 3750 mm -hmm. battery. The camera is the same, 20 megapixel and 12 megapixel shooter but it has a lower aperture, which means uh, right. nicer depth of field and a better low-life photography. And, and that's what these phones are all about, is that depth yeah. of field, isn't it? So I, I love the Mate 9. Um, I really like the P10 Plus as well, but I think because of the higher resolution screen, right. uh, the battery drain is a little more. So I, I mean, get through a day. You get through a day. I get through a day, Fair yes. Yeah. Uh, but I think I'm spoiled by the Mate 9. Yeah. <laughs> and other than that, um, the phone is also a magnet for fingerprints, right? Which I don't quite enjoy, right. but you mean not? Yeah, because I've I've read that they've actually used the different glass. They they don't have the oxidizer or the oleophobic or whatever it's called. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They don't yeah. have that on there. I think the reason they gave was that the fingerprint sensor sitting below the glass. Correct. So yeah. they couldn't get couldn't that get to work on Because yeah. they moved that to the front, right? In the Mate yes. Nine, the fingerprint sensor is at the back. Yeah. It's a pretty good phone, and it's got six gigs of RAM, the same Kirin 960 processor. How do you find, because, okay, from my testing from the regular P10, um, obviously, as you said, they've got the same cameras, but, but it's slightly different. In the, in no, the, I think the P10 has a 2.2. No, Pete? oh, I mean in terms of the, the Mate 9. Right. So I found that I think some of the, it, there's a lot of software processing that goes on, especially particularly in auto mode, on the P10 version compared to the, to the Mate 9. I don't know if you found that in your testing, but I found that my picture turned out more to my liking on the Mate 9 than they did on the P10. And that seemed to just be down to a little bit of oversaturation. Uh, perhaps the new, I didn't quite like the portrait mode So there's much. there's a setting for colors. Right. Uh, yeah, you got vivid that vivid colors and smooth and colors yes. yeah, on the P10 Plus. 
Um, if you go for Vivid, it really oversaturates. Yeah, it. and it's not meant to be used in every setting. No, but it's funny because on the main nine, I love that setting. I keep it on all the time, and it seems okay. to work really well. I just think yeah. that they've made a little bit of tweaks to the software. They definitely side have. Of things. They definitely have because the camera app has a couple of other new features mm -hmm. on the P10 Plus, which the Mate Nine does not. Yeah. In fact, the Mate Nine is running EM uh, Emotion UI 5.0, 5 5 yeah. whereas this one is running 5.1. So, yeah, right. in addition to the camera, I think there's a lot of features. Mm -hmm. But that being said. Um, this one has a great camera app. One of the few manufacturer camera apps which I've enjoyed mm -hmm. using. That works, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, my question is that compared to, have you have you tested the Mate 9 camera auto mode versus P10 Plus and auto mode? Uh, not direct comparison. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm just getting my hands with the battery life and the usage and the screen and the form factor. Got but it. I will okay. be making direct I'd be interested to hear, yeah. hear your opinion when you have because yeah. that's what I found from the regular P10 anyway was that Yes, it still takes a great photo, but I felt that it wasn't quite on the level of the Mate 9. Yeah, but that's, I think it was personal preference as well, because I don't know. Right. If, uh, For sure. So, I mean, I gave it to someone who knows a little bit about photography as well, uh, the P10 and the P10 Plus, which almost, you know, the camera setup is different. Yeah. Uh, and what they said that when they were taking photos on auto mode, the ISO settings on the P10 were automatically set to a higher level versus the okay. P10, P10 Plus, plus. Okay. obviously because the F1.7. Aperture, yes. Yeah. But the end result was not completely different i mean in the sense that if you have a trained eye you could tell probably what the difference is right but i yeah, couldn't personally tell much yeah, exactly out of the 10 pictures i mean maybe two were the ones where i could tell okay this so is it's situational as well yeah. perhaps right yeah. Yeah. because i mean the difference between an iso 100 and iso 200 is not that yeah. much mm -hmm. but i imagine the so iso determines the noise level right yep. uh the difference between iso 800 and iso 1600 would be a lot more right, sure pronounced and it depends on how dark because in the dark uh, in low light settings you need to bump up the ISO yep. so you can still get sharp images and you have to add a little noise if you forego noise then the shutter speed tends to increase which means there could be a little bit of blur in the image got it so in if you shoot in daytime ISO 100 ISO 200 doesn't, doesn't really, really make much difference. of a difference. Yeah. I think it goes to ISO 50 as well if I'm not yeah. mistaken but then here's a question I have for you it's 2599 right uh, the P10 I Plus. So, yeah. so, I mean, the Mate 9 Pro is 22? No, the Pro is a little bit higher. I think oh, 27, Pro. 99 Pro. Yeah, or something yeah, along those yeah. lines. Uh, considering that the Mate 9 Pro has a bigger battery, a 4000 milliamp battery, it's got a AMOLED screen on it with that dual curve. Would you prefer the Mate 9 Pro over the P10 Plus? I mean, the camera obviously on the P10 Plus is technically, technically better, better yeah. but yeah. I mean, when it comes to image quality, if it's you know the Mate it's 9 comparable, Pro, yeah, it's yeah. it's not something. It is an it's it's an odd proposition, isn't it? Because there's two phones that, are, to all intents and purposes, very similar, yeah, at relatively similar price points. That made by the same I, manufacturer, yeah, exactly. you know, just different I mean, screen the, the design is, I guess, yeah. a little different enough to make it be yeah. that. Well, that's what it really comes down to. But, but you, which one would you right. choose? Huawei has, Huawei has put in four cameras in a very small, uh, four phones in a very small bracket. Yes. Yeah. You have the Mate 9 and the Mate 9 Pro and the P10 and the P10 exactly. Plus, and they're all between yes. 22 and 28, 2900. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's difficult. That's a difficult yeah. choice. Well, I mean, the P10 is yeah. 1899, so okay. it's, it's low. Yeah. But, right. Which is clearly, honestly, if... 
It's a great price for yeah, it. Do you, yeah, people should go out and buy it at that price. Yeah, if, if you're, you're looking, looking for a smaller, smaller yeah, like uh, absolutely. If you want something small, uh, 5.2 inches. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how Babisha and I were talking about how the original Mate was what you said it was 5.1 inches. No, the, uh, the Samsung Note, Note sorry, yeah. Note was 5.1, really, and wow. I remember writing that off. Uh, saying that's that. like, no, it's, yeah, it's only for I know my I actually wrote that it's only for artists and only for students yeah. and for your average uh, consumer it's it's not going to be useful <laughs> and, and here we are five point today's bite is also crow which I'll be eating <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah so that was the Huawei P10 and P10 Plus. Uh, let's move on to the Samsung. A boss the, the reason, phone. the reason why we're all here. <laughs> I, 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 honestly, I love that phone. I pre-ordered it literally like the day it opened for pre-ordering, and I got mine uh, just a couple of days back. I've been playing nonstop with it. You, you, you still have to tell us what phone it is, a boss. Sorry, say that again. You still have to tell us what phone it is. The Samsung S8, Galaxy yes. S8. Yeah, I didn't go for the Plus version. I thought yeah. the Plus version was a little bigger from. Can my I liking. ask you? You pre-ordered it. Through, I did. Through to No, I ordered it from Souk.com. Uh, okay. So Samsung was officially selling their. Yes, um, yes, yes. You know, they have a store on Souk.com for it. I pre-ordered it from them. Unfortunately, I was. Um, I got my phone a day later than uh, if you had ordered it at the Samsung store. Because I was at Mall of the Emirates on a Saturday having breakfast with the family and uh, just walked into the Samsung store to find out what the status is on these. Yeah. And they literally had like cartons of them sitting right uh, in front of them. Like, if you'd uh, ordered pre order from here, you would have gotten your phone right, right now. now. Yeah. Wow. You know? and that, that must have been torture. Hours, oh, yes, pure torture. 24 hours because I literally got mine 11 a.m. the next day. Right. So, you know, waiting for that full day was just like, by the mailbox. <laughs> I called Sue probably seven times in that 24 hour period. Like, you know, what's going on? Where's yeah. my box? But what a brilliant phone. Yeah. I mean, just a brilliant, brilliant phone. From a design point of view, the screen, everything else is fantastic. Uh, fingerprint sensor is the only thing that I'm not too happy about the placement of it, the size of it. Yeah. Uh, but It's a, it's a shame that, that you could tell. I, I can imagine that their engineers and their design were like, just damn it, we couldn't make it work. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, I mean, rumors are that they had put money into Synaptics to get the fingerprint sensor working below the screen, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, they couldn't get it in time. They couldn't get it ready in time for the right, S8. So they look forward to next year. S9. S9. Or the Note 8, actually. Well, the Note 8. Yeah, yeah. Note might have Whatever it ready as well. Whatever that phone ends up being. <laughs> Explodo phone 2017. <laughs> um, yeah, I have to say, at the event, at the launch event, when, when we were looking at the phone and got some hands-on time with it, I walked away and, you know, for the first time feeling, and I think I mentioned this to you, that, uh, like, here is a company that has actually made a good-looking phone. Yeah. You know, we've talked about it. The LG is fine. The, you know, the Mate 9 is fine. The P10 is, looks like an iPhone. Um, but this phone, like, it looks yeah. like a device from the future, let's no, absolutely. be honest, right? Like absolutely, that, they've yeah. nailed it. And, you know, the, the, the S6, the S7 Edge, all those, they were good, and the curving was work, and you, you kind of walked away looking at this, yeah, this is nice. But finally, this looks, literally, when you put it down on, on, on your table, it looks like, and the screen's off, it looks like one solid slab of glass. Absolutely, um, that, yeah. I mean, they've set the bar not yeah. just for Samsung, I mean, for it any, makes any phone for manufacturer, iPhone. for Apple as well, exactly. It makes the iPhone look like a, a decade vintage. old. Yeah, yes, like, I it's, agree. It's embarrassing, to no. be honest, just how pretty it is. I mean, and function, can you speak a little bit towards the functionality of it? So, like, super fast. I mean, they're using the Exynos 8895, mm. if I remember correctly. It's the first 10 nanometer processor on a phone. Uh, runs pretty cool. I mean, I haven't seen a get warm other than the time when it was installing a software update, which is acceptable. Um, the What I really like about the phone is the S7 Edge. When I was testing that out, it uh, the accidental 
touches that the phone registered yes. with plenty, yeah. Yeah. they've really nailed it on this. Okay, I mean, good. you know, the phone is great in your hand. Uh, I did notice that when you pass it to a colleague or something at that time, yes, there were a couple of issues okay. with the tapping on the screen. But other than that... Is that uh, from the edges or, um, or just... I don't general? like a couple of my colleagues, literally they took them, you know, from my hands and mm -hmm. they just kind of went all haywire with okay. whatever app was running on there. Okay. Uh, but uh, you know, I, I don't, I can't find any fault in the phone. I mean, it's using the camera from last year. Mm -hmm. Fine, great camera, that anyways. Was a good camera. Uh, but really, I mean, battery life is the only thing I really need to test it out. I mean, I've just had three days with it, mm -hmm. and I've been playing nonstop with it. So mm -hmm. until the battery life settles, I'll give it another day or two. Sure. But that's my only point of concern: Do fingerprint sensor and battery life. Do you wish, for some reason, that it came with a dual camera? Like, does that? I would have loved for it to come with a dual yeah. camera. Okay, yeah. so there is that feeling. Right? Yeah, I because, would have I mean, loved. Like you said, it, it is a good camera in the in the S7. Like it's yeah. not, but it it everybody else. This is whole doing well, this whole dual camera thing yes. isn't a gimmick, right? No, it. No, 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 no. It's it, here to stay. Yeah, it's here. Like I, there I, was I, this kind of assumption that maybe. Huawei and even Apple were kind of getting no. into this game where, like, is this where it's actually going to go? But oh, for sure. yeah, we're markedly getting better photography as a result. I for think. sure. And I think Dual is just the start. We're going to see Quad and then Octa cameras on the yeah. back as well. Uh, there's yeah. one particular company which is actually releasing a camera with 16, 16 sensors yeah, on it. Right, yeah. And I honestly think that's what a smartphone's going to be like in the next five, seven years. You know, we're going to have all even those Project Tango had multiple cameras. Project Tango had three. three. One right. of them was a depth sensor. So yeah. yes, I, I, I think when you move on to quad cameras next year, maybe one of them will be a depth sensor, one of mm. them or two of them will be, you know, your main lens, yeah. IR, or whatever it is. But yeah, I mean, th that's that's definitely the future of mm. mobile photography for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's funny that Samsung didn't get it in there. I mean, even though the phone is, is obviously it's at the higher range of everything. So it's what, 2799 for the... 2799 for the, yeah, for the S8, yeah, for the S8 and yeah. the S8 Plus is for 3299, if mm. I remember correctly. No, I think it's 3099. 3099 could be. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I um, But yeah, it's it's funny that they didn't manage to get a dual camera in there. And I don't, like, again, it's got these really excellent sort of elements to it, which sure. is the design, the speed. So there are a couple of um, theories on the interwebs mm. about it. Uh, one of them is that because they couldn't get the fingerprint sensor working on the front, they had to move that to the back. And then they moved that yeah. to the back, they couldn't get the Take dual the camera space, set up yeah, on there. Right. So, I mean, there are some um, prototypes of a dual cam set up uh, for, for the S8 on the web. Oh, yeah, you're right. I've seen, I think I've seen yeah. that somewhere. Yeah, um, exactly. I, I was reading up on Duogu as well. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's a good possibility that, that that's what might have happened. Mm -hmm. uh, so, I wouldn't be surprised if the Note 8 does come with the dual camera right. set up. Uh, I think if you are looking to get an S8 Plus, I'd say just hold your horses for the note because I think that is going to be fantastic, yeah. large. I think you're right, device. and I, I and that's the way that I think Samsung can maybe differentiate themselves. That as we talked about just before, as Bivish said, Huawei have got themselves in this kind of rut where they've got four phones that are essentially the same, where the note exactly can yeah. come out, and if it's got a dual camera plus yes. the pen, it's yeah. it's enough of that's a difference. That's going to be much from, of a difference from, yeah. from the S8. And if they can move the fingerprint sensor behind the, yeah. below the screen, that would yeah. be amazing. Yeah. That that's would just that's going to be a phone. <laughs> <laughs> what I did like about the Samsung I say is that it continues to have its waterproof and dustproof certification. Correct. And wireless which charging. Which Huawei does not. Yes. And uh, wireless um, charging as well. So and, and wireless, wireless charging, charging too, yeah. yeah. And Huawei does not have yeah. either of those. And I think those are the key features missing in like 
Um, it's 2017, Huawei. Why aren't your phones absolutely um, water and dust proof? Absolutely. Know? I'll go back to LG on this as well because LG's released a wireless charging version of the G6 in the US, but not here, yeah, but not yeah. which is and terrible. To be I fair, mean, when we were at the event, you grilled them pretty hard on that, Abbas. Yeah, I was I was there to witness this beautiful <laughs> moment where Abbas was just badgering the man about why it wasn't happening. And he didn't have an answer. Yeah, the answer was the market didn't need it, but which is, Please, the, excuse that's, that's my bullshit. French, but a bullshit. Yeah, yeah exactly. Pure bullshit, you know. Yeah, because it's, like you said, you said specifically to him, the Samsung Galaxy 8 will come out, will have wireless charging, everybody will want wireless charging, and then again, you're left in the dust. So. Exactly. I don't know why manufacturers do that. Just make yeah. one model, stick with the same specs yeah. throughout, you know, throughout the Give world. Give us all the things. Yeah. We're paying enough money exactly. for the Exactly. Oh, God like, knows where we are. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Sorry, while we were on the S8, I think we wanted to touch a bit on DeX as yeah. well. Yes. Yes. Uh, which is their desktop um, experience. I don't know whatever that stands for. Definitely <laughs> stands for something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's a small uh, desktop dock DeX, whatever. Yes. It's got... Uh, it's got, what, two USB ports, one HDMI port, uh, USB Type-C port, and it connects to your monitor, connects to your keyboard and mouse. Let's you use um, the S8 on a full desktop mode. Works quite nice. Mm. Uh, all the apps run in tablet mode if they're supported on Android. Uh, otherwise, you get your landscape. No, not the, land the portrait, portrait mode, sorry. Portrait if, phone uh, mode. Yeah, absolutely. Is and, it the secret um, best thing about this phone? Most likely it is. Yeah. I mean, there are a few limitations to desks, but uh, I think it's it's definitely one of the yeah, most surprising. Yeah, I mean, you surprising. gave us a quick demo before we started recording, and uh, it's, I walked away impressed. Absolutely, I, th I think, think that yeah. you know, it's it's a real contender for replacing someone who comes into an office and say only wants to use an iPad. Why not get a phone absolutely. and then have a screen I mean, and all this kind of stuff? Because I mean. There didn't seem to be any limitations in terms of not the apps really because all your Android apps work yeah. on it, and yeah. Android's got plethora of apps. You yeah. know, it's not yeah. something that uh, is going to be missed. Uh, just like a Windows, for example, Continuum on Windows Continuum, Phone, yeah. app scenarios like terrible. Yeah, on that. It was Early, any apps were. What is the price point on the Dex? Uh, Six ninety nine or five ninety nine dirhams, okay. I think. I'm not yeah. sure what it is. So there's got to be those. some hardware built into it, right? I'm assuming the there chips, is because it's not just a base to land your phone and connect a charger mm, to it or something. No, I, I'm sure there's a little bit more to it look, because, I mean, it's got all those ports as well, so there must yeah. be a controller somewhere. Bit of a chipset inside. Maybe a Raspberry Pi. Maybe, sure. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't be surprised if that's what Samsung is running on there. But I think it's got good potential. Yeah. You know what I would like to see is if you guys have played with the um, HP Elite X3. Uh, so it's a continuum phone, but what they do is they sell it with a laptop dock. Uh, it's yes, literally it is, a yeah. plain laptop oh, yeah, with just a battery and a screen yeah. and a keyboard. So if they come up with something like that for the uh, S8, where you literally just slide the phone into a laptop dock and mm. that sort of becomes your... Oh, that'll be great for the travel yeah. band, you exactly. know? You, yeah. could check in, you could check in your <laughs> screen shell, and keyboard yeah. and whatever it is, the exactly. shell, Absolutely. and you carry your phone yeah. in your hand. Actually, yeah, that's that's and look, it's that. not unprecedented for Samsung. You remember a couple of years ago when they released a hardware keyboard that you would slap on top? Was it the they, S6 they still the have it. They released it for the S8 as well. Oh, oh yes, yes, they did. The They're, BlackBerry keyboard. Yeah, they do a bunch of weird shit yeah. like that sometimes. Asus does that too. The Transformer phone. Correct. Yeah. Yes, Trans exactly. Yes, book. exactly. They have that too. The they camera, that, too. the phone that turns into a tablet, which That's turns right, into a PC, yeah. which yeah. turns into a car. <laughs> <laughs> which doesn't work at all. Yeah. Avengers yeah. Assemble. <laughs> but yeah, I think that'd be a great direction for Samsung to follow. If mm. uh, they can come up to laptop talk for this, that yeah. would be a good direction for DeX. Yeah, it's clear. It's clever. Yeah, Sorry. no what date. Other you devices? heard it first here. Sorry, continue. Say, say that again. I was just gonna say, what other devices have we yeah. done? Well, that's it, man. I mean, I mean, that's was there was a something some Kickstarter thing that was like this, wasn't it? Like some kind of 
dock for your phone that would then run. I think Chrome Ubuntu had like something yeah. similar to this, from what I remember some time back, okay. but uh, I can't can't really know. I mean, I'm of the mind that that could possibly be the perfect solution, really. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've been trying to do all these two-in-one PCs exactly. and running things on an iPad, which is not really practical. Yeah. Um, if you want full, but like you know, as as you said a bit earlier, the the phones are powerful enough to do this kind of yeah. stuff. The only issue is battery life. But I mean, the the P10 Plus comes with six gigs of RAM. Yeah, right. That's more than some a lot of most PCs. PCs. Yes, yes, absolutely, exactly. absolutely. So there's no reason for them not to sort of work, you know, mm. as yeah. full fledged PCs. That's and then look, I mean, if you've got a laptop dock which has additional battery on it, right. you know, where the phone charges from right. it and powers mm -hmm. the screen and powers the yeah. keyboard and mouse, then I think it's a great solution. Mm. Definitely something Samsung should look into. Apple aren't already working on it. <laughs> <laughs> Apple are busy trying to fix the Mac Pro. Yeah. <laughs> they finally admitted they did something wrong yeah, that's just, <laughs> in front of the press, which is uh, quite was, unprecedented for thing. them, we isn't it? We talk about that for a little bit. We could, but how about we take our bites before <laughs> yeah, we come okay. back to it? Okay. All right, so Babisha, what do we have with us today? We have a purple uh, wrap packaging with something called Takis Fuego. Fuego in Spanish means fire. Yes. All right. <laughs> I see some fire on the packaging as well. Yeah. They're hot chili, pepper, and lime tortilla chips. Huh. And they're made in Mexico. So. They're made in Mexico. So and you know they have been enlarged to show detail. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it says on the pack. <laughs> And Mike, Mike, who doesn't have a very strong spice tolerance. No, I, I would say mine is in the minus numbers. <laughs> He's going to take the first bite. Okay. All right, Mike. I uh, had some water and now I'm out, but it's fine. I am a, I'm a grown-ass man. So these are what, tortillas with... Um, it's like a really... Oh, my God. Look at the color of them. Whoa. They're red. Whoa. I'm going to put them on this least red. Look, wow. they are literally... <laughs> they're fire. Yeah. So they're, they're, they're like fire. Um, wrapped up tortilla chips. They're like right. cylindrical. Yep. And they've got lemon and chili in it? Lemon and chili. All right. Chili pepper. Hot chili pepper. Right. I'm going to take a little bite. Yeah. Let's see how it go. I should have live Instagrammed this video, whatever. <laughs> turning yeah, red. The other thing about when you eat something spicy... Because at the beginning, it's like, no, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, uh, exactly. And then slowly, no gradually, it kind of catches up. And now it's just kind of lemony. And now my mouth is on fire. <laughs> Holy shit. Huh. Yeah. This is spicy. Oh. Ooh. This is pretty spicy. Fairly spicy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. That fu fuego. Fuego. No, they're called takis. Or takis. T-A-K-I-S. I'm going to have okay. another one. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm hungry. I'm going to finish this one. <laughs> hmm. I like it. Yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> wow. <coughs> yeah. They're spicy. Not bad. Yeah, I don't think I ever want to eat one of those again. But thank you for the experience, <laughs> gentlemen. <laughs> they'd be nice as part of some food, part of some right. dish. Not by yeah, themselves. Maybe it was they're like, they'd be good with a dip. Yeah. yeah with like with a dip guacamole of, or something would be With nice. a dip of... Ice. <laughs> <laughs> yogurt could actually sort of offset yeah. the spice. Mm. Yeah. Or you could just eat yogurt without death chips. <laughs> that would also be fine. The death chips. I like that. Yeah. If we were going to name our episode, it's going to be yeah, death, the death chips. chips. <laughs> wow. So, yes. Good spice. stuff. Mm. Yeah. Well done. Wait, did these you okay with that? Yeah. I mean, there's certainly among the spiciest chips I've eaten, but. Okay. So. Now that my mouth has calmed down a little bit. <laughs> has it? Not really. Still in pain, <laughs> but fine. Uh, yeah, so we were mentioning about the, the Mac Pro fiasco. Or, uh, 
that happened. I was it last week? I guess it was. Now. I think so. I think yeah. it was last week. So we didn't Apple, get to, yeah. yeah. Well, we didn't get to touch on it, but basically, as, as you said, about Apple came out and freely admitted, which they don't do very often. Never. 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 never, never that. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. It was the first for them. Um, that they made a mistake with the Mac Pro. Those uh, that aren't aware, Mac Pro is that little black machine that looks like the a trash can. can. Trash can, yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. I used to have one of those. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, used the trash be, can and the Mac Pro. The trash can. Yeah. And oh. the Mac Pro. <laughs> Two in one. <laughs> so, used to being the operative word. Yeah, I sold it off because, again, the problem was that upgrading it was a pain. Mm-hmm. And um, my literally, my MacBook Pro, the machine I have for the office, was faster than the Mac Pro. Uh, simply because it had a bigger SSD, more mm-hmm. RAM, and I don't know, it had a GPU in it as well. Right. Well, the GPU on the Mac Pro is definitely faster, but it's just that upgrading that thing was such a pain. Uh, as beautiful as the machine looked, yeah. it's unfortunately <sighs> you know I went on Dubizzle, I sold it off. Right. I mean, yeah. this is the thing with that with the with the Mac Pro line is that Apple designed it originally to be very customizable, right? Like that was the point. The original Mac Pro, yeah, yes. the old uh, cheese grater or whatever. It was exactly. Called, right. Yeah. So you could take it apart and. Swap and hard drive swap because this one I believe the only thing that you could change is the RAM, right? The RAM and, and the GPUs as well. But I think the the problem with the their redesign was that they were thinking that multiple GPU cards will be the way forward. Okay. So they had three PCIe buses on it. On one of them was a processor, and two of them were for the GPUs. Mm-hmm. So they assumed that two mid-range GPUs would probably be the way forward. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. we're still at a place where a single powerful GPU destroys multiple GPUs, and apps haven't really taken advantage of multiple GPUs. As so well as what, what essentially happened is they backed the wrong horse. Correct. Right. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Which yeah. it does again doesn't happen. I mean, Apple generally makes the industry go one way, right? So absolutely. Yeah. Hey, headphone jack notwithstanding. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. You know my thoughts on that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, it was unprecedented because I mean they rolled out. I mean, so it wasn't like the Washington Post or anything. It was a series of like fairly high-profile bloggers. Uh, was it John Gruber? No. Um, I would assume that uh, what's his name would be there. The guy from Daring Fireball is that John yeah, Gruber? Yeah. That, no. that is Gruber. Yeah, that is Gruber. That yeah, is sorry. Gruber. Yes. So, and I'm assuming the guy from I'm or Rene. Yeah, Rene Ritchie. Ritchie. Yeah. I'm assuming that they probably took these safe bloggers, yeah. which you know, who are won't Apple friendly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and essentially said, "Sorry, we fucked up." <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, but what was interesting out of the whole thing is they also mentioned that they are working on a new Mac Pro. Which is also unprecedented for them to announce a yeah. product which they don't have anything to show. Right, but especially because they said, "Well, it's not coming out this year." Yeah. And did they? And they said, "2018." No, they said, "Next year." Next year. They right. said next year. They didn't yeah. even technically say 2018. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, what what I'm wondering is whether you know how early. I mean, it must be early if if. It's def- if they've said it's definitely not coming out yeah, this year, but I wonder for how sure. early. I'm assuming they probably just had a meeting, what, two months back and yeah. decided that, you know, guys, it's time that we finally ditched the... Remember when the Mac Pro came out, uh, was it Phil Schiller that went on stage and said, can't innovate my ass? Remember yes. somebody had uh, right. mentioned that Apple can't innovate and then he went on stage, he's like, who says yeah. that we can't innovate? Right. Like, sure, um, design-wise, but like, <laughs> yeah. you made a, that a PC... That comment came back to bite him in his yeah, ass, well, you know? Um, yeah. But yeah, looks like we both be seeing a new Mac Pro. Is it too little, too late? I mean, no. I mean, look, there'll be a space for it, provided it's a good, it's a good product. I think it'll be fine. 
the the issue is is that that kind of this gap of let's say let's say it's going to come out at the end of next year, right? Which is probably what's going to happen. Right, most likely. Um, yes. When do they they normally do the PCs? But towards the end of the year, they do. Know, I yeah. think usually around September, October. Yeah, exactly. But, but so, you know what I'm more interested in is that they said that there's going to be a pro version of the iMac coming out later right, this year. Right. So I think that is probably a better direction. Or if I was mm. to buy a new high powered Mac, I'd probably think more about the iMac. Right, sure. Um, you know, if, if they well, I mean, because it's only one investment, right? You're buying the one exactly. that everything's connected Absolutely. to it, right? Absolutely. I mean, even if you look at my Office PC, it's a MacBook Pro, mm. right? Yeah. It's a laptop that's just uh, connected to my yeah. monitor, and that's literally an iMac. I mean, if there was an iMac behind that, yeah. that's Well, the, the thing is, go. these pros are designed, I mean, they're not designed for people who just didn't sit and write on them, right? They're designed to do video editing, large-scale photo editing, sure. music production. Fair enough, fair enough. This kind of yeah, stuff, absolutely. right? Yeah, like absolutely. Production there, quality. Yeah, film there is a market quality. for that, but I think Windows is getting better. Yeah. Things, you know, people are doing, you know, people have moved from Final Cut just in, as to an Adobe example as well. to, to Premiere, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and it's and a, finding a better place there. Yeah. So, like you said, whether it is li too little, too late, we'll see. Why would Apple do this now? You mean uh, the the the, uh, the blogger outreach program? If you <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't know, but uh, one interesting uh, thing that I was listening to a podcast from um, Walt Mossberg. Mm. Uh, interestingly, he mentioned that look, a lot of iOS development happens on Macs, right? And they need a really high-powered Mac to please the developers, and the developers just weren't happy with the current solution they had. So if imagine that I mean if uh, you know these developers start buying Windows machines, uh, development for iOS may also go down in the future. And yeah. if you look at it from a long-term perspective, yeah, they right, need something in the future. Yeah. Also, I have a feeling that the sort of the negative press that came around um, negative might be strong around the new MacBook Pros. Right, with the touch bar. Yeah, yeah where again, people were saying this yes. is not a pro device. Why yes. are you calling <laughs> exactly. it a pro device? Or you could DJ on this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really I feel like, yeah, that. maybe Apple just had to say something, right? Because, you know, the le the longer they left it, the worse it was yeah. going to get. It's, it's kind of becoming clear to me that the five-year plan that Steve Jobs laid out is, you know, uh, is done and dusted. Yeah. Yeah. And they're scrambling yeah. to find out what to do next, yeah. you know. Even when you look at the iPhone, for example, the 7 and the 6 and the 6S, you know, three generations of the same design mm -hmm. uh, when Samsung put out the Which S6, is funny because it's not like the designer the that, that passed away. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's it's just, I guess you have someone who has a sense of direction mm. for design and style mm. and unfortunately that's sorely missing at Apple. I think so that, that tells how much of an influence Steve Jobs had even with Johnny Ive Brown, right? Mm. Johnny could probably churn out like a million designs but Steve gave him direction. Yeah, for in, sure in my yeah. um, understanding because there is the designer still there like like Mike mentioned but why aren't the new designs are stunning the yeah. MacBook Pro is exactly the same as the old MacBook save for a color and a touch bar yeah um, the iPhone advancements have been what in color again the red one and exactly. the black mm -hmm. ones that have come exactly. across so exactly yeah, even the even the MacBook which has been lauded I mean it's a lovely machine is, is essentially a smaller version of the yeah. Pro yeah. with a couple of different like it doesn't have that structures. remember when um, Steve Jobs pulled out the air out of that uh, vanilla bag right yes I mean it doesn't have that anymore yeah. you know I mean as yeah. good as the new MacBook Pro or the MacBook is the air was just a product mm -hmm. on another level yeah. um, and 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 what's interesting is that there, it's not like there isn't innovation happening design wise or in general in, in this, the industry. In those spaces, exactly. Right? Exactly. Look at what Samsung have done. I mean, yes. it's a gorgeous phone, man. Absolutely. And sets like, the bar and for Apple. Apple could have made that phone. Or dual, I completely with dual cameras. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, you look at the back of the S8, and, uh, you know, not completely, but it reminds me of the iPhone 5. 
right? That glass. Right. Uh, sorry, the iPhone four. four. Yeah, four. that yeah. kind of glassy that, sheen to yeah. it. It's kind of got that absolutely. vibe to it, but the front of it is like nothing I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I yeah. think the iPhone four for me was the phone that you know completely mm. changed things around. The black glass, glass, right? The black yes. glass. That was a stunning Great piece of phone. hardware, and I think the S eight after that product is one that sort of you know Don't makes me want to yeah exactly revise yeah. it. And, and it took Samsung a couple of iterations to get it right. Absolutely, absolutely. But but they did. And, but they you know, did, yeah. And absolutely. well, so speaking of these rumors that have called these come out with regards to the to the next iPhone. iPhone. Correct, exactly. Um, um, so yeah, I think the rumors are that Apple's going to release three versions this time yeah. around: the 7s and the 7s Plus, and then the Pro I don't know, version, whatever you want to call it, what the anniversary edition. Yeah, I think Pro the version, Pro version, iPhone X. Who knows what they're going to call that? <laughs> Uh, but rumors are that that particular version might be delayed. It might not come out at the same time as the 7S and the 7S Plus, which will be iterative updates. And if that's the case, and they're using that three-year-old design to move forward with another year with a very limited edition of the Pro version, then that's something that you know concerning. That's yeah. not the bad year for Apple. Yeah, that's, that's, not, that's very not concerning. Oh, bad. Look, they're gonna sell iPhones anyways. That's true, actually, you know, yeah. they do. No matter, yeah, yeah, yeah the red, the red iPhone is selling yeah, pretty well. It's exactly, the same phone. Exactly, it's just with yeah. the red back, and people who put cover on it don't realize how dumb they are. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just buy the white iPhone and put cover. You know, honestly, it's just it's buy a, last year's model and give the money to charity. That exactly, makes up the difference. <laughs> so the new iPhone Pro is set, or let's call it Pro. It's said to be in excess of a thousand dollars. The first phone to be ouch. Well, not the first phone, but essentially, yeah. it's it's the not mainstream. Phone. Exactly, not a Virtu or not a yeah, yeah, exactly. Those, just those your are standard. Yeah, absolutely, thousand eight hundred something dirhams. Yeah, that is um, crazy. Aim OLED screen that they're talking about, among other things. It's but uh, if it gets delayed. Oh. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, again, they're sort of going for that bezel-free design as well. Mm. Right. And they're looking to get the fingerprint sensor behind the screen, just like Samsung had tried to with the S8. Mm -hmm. um, if they manage to get that. And assumingly, that's what's making it delayed as well, because that's a technology that's not ready, mm -hmm. which is why the uh, the, tenth, the sorry the Pro version might get delayed. I just uh, sure they could just throw some money at it. Well, I mean, that's apparently what Samsung did with Synaptics. Yeah. They literally, like, you know, bankrolled them into just getting this ready. But yeah. apparently, the solution wasn't uh, good enough for their yeah. liking. So, yeah. so the, but then the problem is the Note Eight comes out sometime in August. Correct. It's around IFA time, right? Yes. August, September. Generally, September. August, September. Yeah, yes. August, September. And uh, and if that has that in there, yeah. then that takes away the thunder of the next iPhone. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, with, with the Note Seven, people were really loyal. They, despite the phone was literally exploding, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want to give up. This is Apple-like loyalty. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I know you're right. And look, and I think it was justified because as we saw, we saw that phone is was a good phone. Yeah. I think it kind of was this air of, haha, yeah, okay, sucks to be Samsung. But at the same time, people were like, oh, it's actually kind of a shame. Yeah. Like I know that I would be very happy if I had that phone yeah. right now, right? I think there's this kind of almost like, it's like a phantom limb, syndrome where like <laughs> I've had a hand chopped off <laughs> because I can't have the Note Seven. Yeah. Right, like I think it really was. I mean, you it had was it a beautiful for, you phone. Had it for like I did. A week or two, I right? did Before. actually for a month. Oh, right, okay. uh, yeah, I had it for glad almost I'm glad a month. You're still here. <laughs> didn't explode. Didn't explode. <laughs> but uh, yeah, unfortunately, when airlines started announcing that, you know, you're not going to be able to fly with it, and uh, I was literally flying the week after that. I decided to, you know, yeah. what, just kind of give it up. Uh, but look, I mean, they came back with the S8, which I think is an even nicer looking mm. device, even better device from pretty much every angle you look at it. Um, so yeah, they've set the bar really high for Apple, and for Apple to um, get the next iPhone out at a time when you know the company feels like it's yeah. I mean, look, it's it's a long. There's a lot of months between now yeah, and true. and when it gets announced and then when it gets released, right? So and you know they've got to be working on something. I 
I mean, from my understanding, the order's already gone in for all the AMOLED screens, or they put it in, because they're Samsung screens, right? Is that... Samsung, yeah, that's yeah. true. I think Google took LG from yeah, uh, right. the, the news was yeah. that, yeah. Right, so... So that's another good phone, that Pixel. Yeah. Yes. That's supposed to come out by the end of the year, you know, yeah. something. So Note, Pixel, iPhone, yeah, um, and then those the are be I mean, what's been interesting is the proof of how well Samsung had managed, managed to manufacture the S7 based on the fact that they had a phone, you know, normally coming out at the end of the year that didn't materialize. And yet people are still buying them to this day. For sure. Right? I think they had a record yeah. Q1 as well. Yeah. I think they, in their earnings just a couple of weeks back, they said they had a record Q1. So people yeah. are buying Samsung yeah. phones. And I don't think the Note 8 fiasco or Note 7 fiasco, in in, in a bigger picture, looking at the bigger picture, yeah, really affected, affected them, them much. much. Yeah. Of course, if it happens again... Oh, uh, oh, if it happens again. <laughs> Fool yeah. me once. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. If it happens again. Fool me yeah. once, exploding plane. <laughs> Fool me twice, play dead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Pretty much so. Uh, yeah. Cool. Um, so the next topic, Uber. UberX. Yeah. Uber yes. X. Uber X is launched in the UAE on a trial period. Okay. For about three months. So what is UberX? So UberX is the cheaper version of um, Uber. Mm. Uber, Uber, and Lyft have mul- Uber, Lyft, Kareem. All these ride-sharing services have uh, different kinds of services. So Uber has Uber Select. Uber um, X, Uber Black, Uber Pool, Uber, Uber Chopper, Uber, Uber Go, Uber XL, Uber SUV. Chopper as well. Yeah, and there. some of these services are similar. Like in India, they have Uber Go, Uber X, and Uber Select slash Pool. Okay. That's three different services. All right. Uh, but Uber Go and Uber X would essentially be the same in a lot of the markets. All or right. All interchangeable because they're the cheaper version of services, right? And then you have Uber Select and Uber Black. That's too many of them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, in Dubai, we have Uber X. Yeah. Now we have Uber, Uber X. X. Uber Select, Uber um, XL. Uber XL, yes. Yep. And, and Uber then, Chopper. And then Uber yeah. pricier one. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, there's one like Uber Elite or something where it's like. Uber, you Uber can't VIP. This. Yeah, that's. But that's, that's not. No, no, no. There's actually one where it's like. Because Uber Select is kind of like the base one. Oh. Uber X is the cheaper one that was released yesterday. And then they have Uber. Black. Black, that's the one. Black. That's okay. the so one. So Uber, Uber um, X. Select was not the baseline. It used to be something else. Okay. Uh, which was changed to Uber Select. Yeah. All right. B- based on pricing. Because I think they had Uber Select around for a bit bit of time. Okay. And um, and then because of, of they had to set up minimum prices in place and RTA regulations. Yeah, it was like they had to be 30% more expensive yeah. than RTA ah, caps. Okay. So things changed. Like when Uber was first launched here, it was a, a decent service that was comparable to RTA prices because that's the business model that Uber have across the world. It's funny. When you step in an Uber, say, in New York, you're more likely than not going to be sitting in somebody's car. You come Absolutely. here and you're Absolutely. getting a premium a luxury service. vehicle. Right. Yeah. That's true. Even yeah. with this new UberX service, you're still getting a, a, a premium limousine service to a certain extent. Yeah. So, so UberX and Uber Go used to be cars driven by people for the most part. When Dubai okay. launched in Uber, it when Uber launched in Dubai, sorry, uh, Uber was UberX, and I just pulled out an email on the 10th of October 2015. Uh, Uber sent an email saying the Uber X is getting an upgrade, which becomes Uber Select. Yeah, right. So they changed from Uber X to Uber Select, yeah. which kind of makes sense because Uber Sex, 
Uber X. It's all at Fuego. <laughs> uh, Uber X is a different product. It's probably lower end, whereas right. with Select, you still got uh, Lexus yeah, and Audi cars, right? Got it. Yeah. But Mike, so you took the new X Uber X. One, yeah. I did. I took, one, I took it twice today, uh, once to a meeting and once to come here. Um, aside from driver being a bit late because he missed the turning off Shakeside Road to get to my office. Huh, okay. Can you do? Um, it, it was a fine. So the first one was in a Toyota Prado, which is mm-hmm. a four-wheel drive, um, which, if I remember correctly, when it was called Uber, when Uber Select was called Uber X previously, sometimes that was an option that would come and pick you up. That's true. Since, since they changed, they no longer do that. So now right. they clearly re-brought these drivers back into the fold. Um, having spoken to the driver, because he was working on a story on it anyway, which is why I took the service, um, was to find out you know, what the deal was, whether they were going to be RTA cabs, whether it was private citizens who were doing this, and it's just the same limousine companies that they... So that limousine they companies, but not necessarily luxury cars. That's no, the difference. No, exactly. Okay. So these are slightly, I guess, lower-end cars. I mean, they're still nice cars. Right, they're still know, good driving cars. Driving a DX. Yeah. And price-wise, did you notice Price-wise, it's, it's markedly cheaper. So from a trip I took today from Media City to uh, Business Central Towers... Um, in an Uber, like when I looked at, because it has the price comparison by the by the side, uh, side by side with Uber X and Uber Select. Okay. Uber uh, Select was at about twenty four dirhams. Okay. Whereas this ended up running me uh, thirteen dirhams. Oh wow, that's literally so, almost yeah, half. Yeah, exactly. it's about half. Yeah. Wow. So it's it's good. What's interesting is that, I mean, and that will work out. I, I kind of didn't do it with an RTA cab, but I mean, it works out to about what an RTA cab would cost. Hmm. Maybe even cheaper. I'm not sure. But um, it, it's interesting because obviously Uber have signed this agreement with the RTA to have this trial for three months. And at the end of this trial, it's going to be reviewed and they're going to decide whether they're going to keep it going, whether right. they're going to shut it down or whether they're going to make some changes to it. Okay. Um, which is good. I don't see how, if you're, if it's going to be as cheap as it is, how the RTA are going to allow it to continue. Got it, because it's going to be competing with Yeah, if you're going to undercut your own your own taxi service then do you think uh, rt is actually getting commission off each ride would that be a possible you know what i mean it 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 definitely is the driver wouldn't let me know how much how much that cost is but i mean if that's the case then it means the guys driving the cars are probably getting paid even less than they were before so i know that in the u.s i think uber takes 30 percent and the drivers get 70 percent um a couple of times i've sat down in the u.s when taking car so maybe here maybe uber's taking a five percent or seven percent cut and giving that to rta i don't know just speculation over here Mm -hmm. uh maybe that's how rt is allowing this so Mm. you know they're making money off either ways if it's i mean it is odd to think that they would get involved with this without them making some kind of money because yeah. otherwise they'll just be losing money, right? Sure, absolutely. Um, what I did find is there's definitely a smaller pool of cars uh, on UberX compared to Select and uh, I assume Black. Yeah, um, but I think that's that's the case because of the way limousine companies are set correct, up. Correct, correct. Uh, but so I mean, it's markedly <coughs> markedly smaller in the sense that like um, to, to get the cab, you have to wait between eight, to 12 minutes right sometimes even more like yes. when i sometimes they don't show up at all well no but but no but with uber x whereas particularly in media city oh even with uber x you have to wait yeah oh yeah it's massive ah. like uber is generally normal uber is generally faster yeah. like four particularly, or five minutes particularly in media city it, you know they're, they're there so you wait no more exactly. than five minutes was this the first time i called one 
it was out in like pasta greens or something like that that I just canceled wow. it because I was like I can't wait far. twenty minutes. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So whether that they'll slowly roll out more drivers is remains to be seen. Whether the whole trial period will be small, mm-hmm. I think it's it's there. It's definitely cheaper, which is great. But I think convenience wise. It's not going to be as convenient as paying the extra to get a sure. A, but then I guess they're show. banking on that, right? For you mm-hmm. to sort of go up to the higher tier, and yeah. then they make more money out of that as well. Make things more. It's kind of like um, Uber Pool in the U.S. Because a right. lot of times when you try to do Uber Pool, it saves you the waiting time is like eight to ten minutes. Whereas if you yeah. do an Uber X or Uber Select, it's literally like yeah, two minutes yeah. away from yeah. yeah so well, I guess they make more money out of that too. Exactly. And wh- one thing that's interesting is that you can't schedule an Uber X ride. Ah. So only Uber Select rides are right. you have the ability to schedule. Which no, fair enough. That's strange. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I mean, it's fair enough, right? I mean, I mean they want to price you on a higher side if you want to, you, you know, get that premium advance, service. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough, yeah. I think so. But I mean, and so the second car was a Toyota Previa. 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 Okay. So they, they seem to be larger cars, which may be for, for people who are traveling in groups. Could actually work right. out quite well. Fair enough. Um, because the Uber XL service, which is the one yes. that they do send you a larger car, one, is yeah. a little bit more expensive than uh, than yeah. even Uber Select. Um, what I think that you guys mentioned off air when, when I when I arrived was it might be a trial for three months with these kind of mishmash of uh, of like larger. Um, rental cars, right. uh, limousine cars, but I think maybe they might be angling to take it in the direction of actually using RTA cabs. Because Kareem is also doing the three-month yeah. trial, right? Yeah, yeah, but that trial is um, is different from being able to hail Kareem cabs. So mm. how how what are they doing then? I mean, oh, they I, they haven't announced officially, but they put out. I think they, they essentially they sent out a text message to a bunch of their customers today, right. saying that. Something is there is a three month trial underway, right. and we will find out more soon. <laughs> Whether it was just a reaction okay. to what happened right. yesterday, right? Exactly. Or, I mean, there was a little bit of chat on Twitter where they said, Oh, no, we someone had asked them essentially that, sure. and they said, uh, No, of course, we plan things well in advance, right? But, I mean, who knows? Okay. I mean, either Fair way, enough. it's good for the consumer, right? Fair like, enough. it's been getting. I've found I, I travel a lot by public transport, but also I take Ubers, um, because I don't drive. And I've definitely felt that the prices have been going up, particularly in the last six months. So it's nice to have a low-cost mm. option that's com- comparable to RTA and probably a little bit better than RTA in the sense that, you know, the, the cars are nicer. Sure. And at least you've got an app where you can track exactly. the car. And yeah, exactly. Like the con- I like, track yeah. them. Yeah. Exactly. The convenience of, of the Uber app is 90% of the reason why I'd use it over an RTA. It's For just, sure. It's, it's amazing. Regardless of how maybe terrible the company is, <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Morals take a back seat for convenience. <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. So I guess that's all we have for you guys this week. Hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, it's always fun catching with Bhavisha and Mike. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. The uh, official handle for the show is Behind the Bites. Yep. Uh, we all have our individual accounts on Twitter as well. I'm Aja Farelli. Yep, I'm at Mike Priest, and I'm at Bhavisha. Also, the show has a Twitter handle. Uh, the show has a Twitter handle, which Abbas talked yes. about, sorry. What I email. meant to talk about was the email. Email us your feedback at behindthebytes.ae at gmail.com. Tells you who doesn't listen in this show. Yeah. <laughs> talks more or listens less. Just talks, talks, talks. Awesome. So <laughs> hopefully we'll catch you guys next week. Yeah, also, we have an email. Listening. No, I'm joking. <laughs> See you next week. See you next week. You're fired. <laughs> I need to say that in Donald Trump's voice. <laughs>